Welcome back to our living room and to the Life of Garrity podcast. This week, we are closing the chapter on 2020 and talking about the concept of letting it be enough. It's been a while since I've recorded. I have just been very busy. I had a lot of big, scary deadlines this month. Maybe scary is not the right word. Very important deadlines. And I survived it. Here I am. It's December 31st. We're going to make it. And I wanted to do just a quick like, hey, I'm still alive and still excited about this podcast, but been a bit busy. I have some changes I want to make in 2021. I wish I could ask you all in real time, like, hey, what do you think about this for a new name? But unfortunately, this is a one-way street, so, you know, can't really do that. So many of my favorite podcasts have, have done like a Reflections on 2020 episode, and I was thinking about doing that, but the thing is, is like, we're such a culture of like nothing is ever enough like as soon as and especially being an Enneagram 3 I know I talk about this a lot but as soon as I achieve a thing then I'm like okay cool and next like what's the next thing oh okay cool got that okay now what's next and I just think about like there's no room for creativity when I like when I'm deep in my Enneagram 3 roots it's nothing but trouble so I wanted to kind of look back and just talk about the year And can I look back on those achievements and A, let it be enough, right? And B, look at the emotional side of those things. Like instead of looking at the physical, tangible achievements, like, oh my gosh, we started a freaking podcast, you know, we built a website. Like instead of looking at the the tangible achievements, instead look at the emotional side, which My therapist is always like pulling me back to you. She's like, cool, cool, cool. You're telling me a lot of the things that you're doing, but like, let's talk about the emotional side of those things and like, how does this feel? So, you know, I've been trying to reflect on, on that lately. And especially as Ryan and I will be sitting down this weekend to do like our 2020 review of like what went well, what didn't, what do we want to change or work on, or what do we want to carry from this year into the next and that's really the vibe. That's the vibe for, for this week. And I've been doing some, you know, cleaning out and really starting to think more about like what are, like tuning in and observing myself and like, okay, what's, what's the thought process behind this one thing? Like last night, Ryan went out to dinner with a friend and I was like okay you know like what am I gonna cook for myself and I was like wait a minute like you just had like the longest month of your life you're exhausted order dinner order your favorite gluten-free pizza and just like don't even think about it think don't think twice about it so there's a lot of those things that I've been trying to lean into this month of letting go of that like overthinking and just leaning into what's gonna be easy what's gonna um, support me best in in this moment. So anyway, I also like to overthink things. I don't know if that's an Enneagram 3 thing. I'm not sure, but uh, I really just 
you know, I, t- I take it way too far. So something else I was talking to a friend about the other day was this idea of, you know, when I was looking back on like my health, I've had a lot of people reach out recently and ask like how I'm doing. And the truth is I feel freaking awesome. I feel great. And which is impressive considering how much stress and pressure I've been under at work. And I have achieved what remission looks like for me and for my body, which my doctor always reminds me that that looks different for literally everyone. And, you know, this is what it looks like for me. Oh, where the hell was I going with that? Oh, so when I look back on a year ago, I was patiently waiting for my approval to get bumped up to a four-week treatment cycle with Intivio. And, you know, I was in a really rough place. Like physically, I just... It was tough. The The day-to-day existence was really, really hard. And like trying to look at the emotional side of that and like how far I've come and the positives that have come out of 2020 for me personally, you know, I, I think one of the big things has been that I finally came to a place where like although I – have leaned into, you know, and if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I leaned very heavily into this decision to start biologic treatment. It still wasn't easy. Like it still didn't sit well with me, right? Like it still was devastating at times, especially when I was having a lot of side effects. It was like, gosh, like this is, this is a thing that I signed up for and I decided to willingly do to my body. And it's like, wreaking havoc on my body like it was just oh it was a mess however when I look back on that I can stand tall in that decision today and really feel confident that I know without a doubt right now that I'm making the best decision for my body and I was having this conversation with a friend my friend Kelly a couple weeks ago and just realizing like whoa what a relief. It feels really good to be able to say that. I have no idea how I got on this tangent. All that being said, that was something, a big, like emotional, positive change that has happened for me over the course of this year was gaining that confidence. And, and now I I feel confident to be able to go into, you know, any doctor's office that's not my GI and say, Hey, these are the drugs I'm on. Uh, this is the best treatment that works for me. And just feel like really comfortable and confident about that decision. I don't know if that made any sense at all. But I think too, if you know, if you followed my journey or if you're in a situation where maybe you are like in in the midst of of trying to get a diagnosis with something strange that you have going on, or or maybe you also have an autoimmune disease that you battle back and forth, there's always that like underlying thought of like blaming ourselves and we're like we have we have all of our actions are like under a microscope you know constantly feeling like we're doing something wrong I've been thinking about this a lot lately because my therapist had brought this up a couple months ago and she said that 99% of her clients who have chronic disease like this is this is something that we all deal with it's not just unique to me you know And, and she's like trust me everyone who has a chronic disease feels this way so it's just it's been really interesting and I guess I guess you know what that's therapy right that's therapy working it's it's uh it's really changed changed my my mindset and one of the things that she has me doing is is when I do have a hard day or a setback 
paying attention and observing, like stepping back and observing myself and the story that I'm telling myself. And is it, oh, I shouldn't have had that dairy or, oh, I, you know, shouldn't have worked so much last week or, oh, I, you know, like constantly blaming myself and, and holding myself under this microscope of like what I'm, you know, and holding myself to this crazy high expectation. It's not great you know but i also i want to i wanted to share about it on here because i really don't think that that is unique to me i think so many of us whether you have a chronic disease or not like so many of us deal with that so anyway that's something that i really feel has improved over the past few months and definitely something i want to continue to build on in 2021 and what else was i going to tell you all about oh So the other thing was, so I did a winter solstice workshop last week with Luciana and there were so many aha moments. It was just like, it blew my mind how she described everything. I was like, yes, that is exactly what I've been feeling. And for the last month or so, I've been feeling like I want to make some changes about the direction of this podcast and potentially niching down and changing the name and changing the cover photo and doing like a bit more marketing you know on social media in a sustainable way of course so I've had a lot of that in my heart and she really talked she talked a lot about that and you know I'm not even going to try to go into the reasons why because that is not my specialty however it was really powerful and really solidified like oh yeah these feelings are real Uh uh-oh okay we're back not to worry I thought a wild animal had decided to break into the apartment but it was just Ryan coming in with 47 boxes of things that I ordered, you know, during Black Friday that have just arrived. So anywho, he is on a call in the next room over, and gosh, I hope that this is not too loud. I hope you can't hear that in the background. I was talking about the winter solstice. It was so powerful, and next year, I really want to lean heavier into that and, you know, create a ritual and really celebrate that and not just me but also celebrate that with Ryan so anyway if you have specific rituals I would love to hear about them the last thing I want to say is that we are big believers on setting intentions and saying out loud here's who I want to be and then taking actions to make that a reality because I find that I am the most at peace when my actions match my intentions. You know what I mean? Like if my actions are not aligning with the woman that I say I want to be, I'm going to feel, you know, I'm going to feel a little disgruntled. I'm going to be restless and irritable and discontent and it's not going to feel nice. So that's something that Ryan and I have been really leaning into the last, I would say about two and a half years ago is when we started doing an intention practice and it will be really cool to look back on 2020 and say like what were the intentions that I was setting for this year and what are the ways that I have like set the ball in motion to make those things a reality you know and it could be something as simple as like I drink a lot of coffee and I'm super self-conscious about my teeth being yellow and I you know I say that I I want to be someone with white teeth and if so then like am I doing my Dr. Bright teeth whitener 
no, no, I'm not. So, you know, but then every time I do it, I like, I feel so good about it. Right. So it's like finding that balance between letting go, surrender, leaning into whatever is and leaning into whatever, what your body needs right now, but then also setting intentions for what you want, but like then being flexible, you know, to kind of feel it out as you go throughout the year. I mean, gosh, a lot of us had really big, you know, we had a lot of travel plans this year and this was going to be like the year that we took a lot of vacations and, and really took a lot of time away to like fill up our cups and we did the opposite, right? So, but anyway, so that kind of brings me to this other idea that I've always had of, not always, that I've discovered a couple of years ago of when I I can set an intention, but I have to be flexible on the path to get there. Like what it looks like to get that thing is not really always up to us. You know what I mean? So I'm going to read this post that I made on Instagram two years ago that was kind of like my 2018 end of year reflection. And we will end it with this. Okay, so here is, so the picture is a picture of, this is me getting my first Remicade treatment, and it's a picture of Ryan researching. He has He's sitting there in the hospital room with me with his laptop, and he's researching the medication. So here it goes. I have an exceptional marriage. Here's the thing. When I set an intention, I have to let go of what happens on the path to get to that thing I want. I can want a thing, but I don't get to choose how that thing comes to be. One more time, I don't get to choose. That may be the biggest lesson for me in 2018. Navigating chronic disease this past year was part of how that thing came to be. I've watched Ryan grow into a man that only exists in movies. It's gut-wrenching to watch what has happened in our house behind closed doors. And still, he held space. So much space, you guys. The magic happens when you let it be. Everything is allowed. Welcome the experience and just be. Ryan did that. He listened. He smiled at me. He held my hand. He made me laugh. Here he is reading up on the juicy details of Remicade, feeding me snacks and taking me to the bathroom. Who knew these were the ingredients to an exceptional marriage? Now we know. So I'll leave you with that, right? And a, a reflection from two years ago that is still so, so relevant. And I hope you can look back on 2020 and look at, you know, although things we all had to pivot and change and the path looked so different than what we thought it would, maybe you can find some beauty and some power in that different path, that path that you didn't necessarily choose. And above all else, I hope you can let it be enough. I'll see you in 2021. If you liked this podcast, please rate and review. And if you screenshot it and email it to us with your mailing address, we will send you a fun gift from one of our favorite companies for Sigmatic. All of this information is in the show notes. See you next week.